It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. This is Bermanology. I am Jeremy Birmingham. We are talking to Ohio State Targets commitments prospects you know guys all around the country that uh, are on the Buckeyes big board and who are returning that favor today we're heading down to the IMG Academy in Bradenton Florida and uh, wanted to touch base with Tyler Booker who is you know a position uh, the offensive line a player that Ohio State has recruited pretty aggressively for the last six months but uh, because of the pandemic, we don't really talk much about him, and I wanted to change that. So, Tyler, thanks for joining the show, man. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. Now I'm ready to talk about some Ohio State football. You know, I think that I want to just start there, Tyler, because I, I, I you know, I'm a nerd. Uh, I read, every, <laughs> I read everything uh, for my job. I'm paying attention to what other people are writing and, and saying, and uh, I've read a lot of stuff recently about you, and none of the things that I've read involved the words Ohio State, and I wasn't sure. <laughs> and so my natural response is, huh, that's interesting, because I, I know from talking to certain people uh, inside and around the Ohio State program that there is some some real uh, uh, appreciation for you as a player and, and who you are as a person. And so I guess I want to start there. How genuine is that interest that you have in the Buckeyes? Is that a, is that one of those schools where you're like, I have to get there? It's so it's so genuine. I would I would say going into high school, um, Ohio State was one of the top schools I talked about with my family, and I was just I didn't get an offer when I wanted to, but it came at the right time after they had seen my in season tape. They seen I was really ready for ready to start building that relationship. And most of all, when I built that relationship with Coach Stud, so it's always a school I regarded really highly on my list. I grew up watching them because I grew up a Michigan State fan. <laughs> That's kind of funny. So I grew up watching them dominate Michigan State, beat up on Michigan State. So uh, they've always caught my eye for one and two. Just the relationship that I've built with Coach Stud, the offensive line coach, Coach Cook, and Coach Day is is growing day by day. And last night I was on a Zoom with them as well, and they showed me what life was like outside of football for the players. And that's really, that's, that really stood out to me on the Zoom. We didn't even talk about football. We just talked about life outside of football and how Ohio State will set me up for life outside of football, life after football as well. That That is one of those things that is regularly brought up by kids who are being recruited by Ohio State is that the Buckeyes do seem to focus on life uh, and not just football. And a lot of times there's conversations, like you just said, that there's not even discussion about football. Who is Tyler Booker off the football field? I've seen you on the field. I see your tape. I know that you don't seem like a very nice person on the field. <laughs> but off of it, you seem like a pretty affable, fun-loving guy. Like, How do you uh, you know, unwind and make sure that when you're on the field, you, you are mean, but off the field, you're, you're this guy? Yeah, I feel like people, a lot of people who watch my game are surprised about how nice I am, how respectful I am, how funny I am, just because my game is the complete opposite. <laughs> But no, on a serious note, I really just like hanging out with friends, hanging out with genuine people. And I just like like putting smiles on people's faces. I like I just like seeing everybody. I like I like being happy. I like some things that make me happy, just being around family and friends, like I said before. I like to play Xbox. I like to read a little bit. 
I like to, I, I just like to be around good people. What's your favorite book? My favorite book, I'm reading, I just got through reading a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and that just educated me on financial literacy, but also in that book, there were some tips about life. And one of the, one of the quotes I remember from that book, and I remember day by day, is just, it said, the book says, think, think with your emotions, don't use your, no, it says, use your emotions to think, don't think with your emotions. Yeah. So that's just saying, like, put things in perspective. Like, don't be emotionless, but just channel your, channel your emotions in the right way. Yeah, that's uh, good advice for everyone, especially in the world we're living in now. You know, when you talk about the family and how, you know, you're a family-oriented guy, how hard was it for you to, to leave Connecticut uh, to go down to the IMG Academy for the opportunity you've had there with the Ascenders? It was, it was, so I actually went to Bergen Catholic in New Jersey for my freshman year. But well, for the first three quarters of my freshman year, so I was kind of used to being away from home. So I'll talk to you about that experience. It was kind of rough being thrown into such a powerhouse football team at such as Bergen Catholic and being expected to perform at that high of a level from day one. So I feel like that's why I really grew into myself as a young man. That's why I really learned how to become independent, learn how to face adversity and drive through advert and push through adversity and just really be my own person. So when I came down on the IMG, it was just being a little bit further away from home and not being able to come home every weekend like I was able to before. But I feel like this experience has been very beneficial to me. And something I just want to say, people will see at IMG, when they talk about IMG, they think about, oh, yeah, you're making a great sacrifice, oh, the sacrifice you're making. I don't see it as a sacrifice. I see it as an investment because when you make a sacrifice, you're losing something. I feel like I'm only gaining things from being here at IMG Academy. Yeah, I mean, again, you're talking, uh, it seems like you have a pretty good handle on things here and the opportunity that you have going away to IMG, it starts to prepare you, you know, very early for that um, almost college experience. And I think there are some detractors out there who will say, oh, you're losing some of your childhood, you're giving up your, your friends, your family, you know, but you're obviously gaining new friends, new family. How important has the the life of that of that you're living there as a student been do you think in helping you deal with this last year because we're talking about adversity i mean no, nobody in you know in human history has had more adversity than the the world seems to have had in the last year i mean how, how has that helps you i feel like it really just like again it just helps shows me to face adversity i remember there was a point in the season where we didn't even think we were going to have a point during the summer where we didn't think we were going to have a season there was a point if where we didn't know if we were how many games we were going to play, who we were going to play. So just being able to bring the team together and still work, not knowing if we were going to have a season or not, that really showed me what it was like to grab your brother and bring him in and just become a whole brotherhood and fight and just, and just work for the sake of work. And that's what a lot of people don't get, and that's what they don't get until they get to the college or the NFL. You gotta. We really have to fall in love with the grind, and it's hard to. It's hard to work that hard without working towards. Not I. I want to say a goal, but not working towards something. Not working toward a date. Not working toward an end. And we really didn't know what we had. But that's. I feel like that's a big thing about IMG Academy. When you come to IMG Academy, you don't flip to another sport. You you your football year round. So when in these off season workouts like we have day by day. You're not you're not working for a game. Well, you're obviously working for the game next year, but you're not working for a game in a few weeks. You're not working for the season to come. 
you're just working for the sake of, of working, getting better, adding more assets to your game. And then once spring ball rolls around, it's the same exact thing. You're working to get better. You you went down to IMG, and there were some people I think who thought at the time that you could be a defensive tackle. Uh, right now, you're you're, <laughs> you're listed as a two you know on your two four seven profile and rivals profile, etc. As an offensive lineman, um, two four seven has you as a tackle. Some people are recruiting you as a guard. I'm sure some people are recruiting you at center. Some teams are just looking for <laughs> offensive linemen that can play all five spots. What yeah. is it? What is it that Greg Studwara and Kennedy Cook tell you about how they see you? in the Ohio State offensive line? They see me as more of a tackle, but they also understand my versatility of being able to play guard. I actually took a few snaps at guard this year, um, a little earlier towards the season, earlier in the season, just just to get some reps at guard, just to also make myself more versatile. And what a lot of people don't realize about the NFL, most teams only travel with around seven to eight offensive linemen. So in a free game, if one guy goes down, you got to be able to play two. Everybody on that line has has to be able to play two positions. And I feel like being able to play any position on the offensive line just adds to my adds to my wealth as a player because I, I can I can do it all. If one guy goes down, you know you got you know you got a book to come in and step up, and you won't you won't skip a beat. Is that something that Studrara and Kennedy Cook talk about? I mean, the fact that right now, if you look at Paris Johnson, for example, who's the number one ranked offensive lineman in the country in the class of 2020 as a tackle. He's, you know, that true tackle body, 6'7", 310 pounds or whatever, but he was playing guard. I mean, is that something that you can look at and say, hey, whatever it takes to get on the field as a freshman? Exactly. One thing that I'm looking forward to the most in college is just being able to play as early as possible and as much as possible. So if that means... I need to learn how to snap. I'll learn how to snap. That means I need to work on my skip pull, my open pull a little bit more, our guard. That's what I do. And if that means me just getting better at tackle, honing in on my skill at the tackle position, that's what I'll do because I just want to get on the field as much as possible so I can really help my team win national championships. What do you miss about playing defense? Defense? Oh, man. Um, Again, I've seen your tape, man. I look at it and I'm like, yeah, that guy could be a, a defensive tackle. That would be a problem. But obviously, l- playing tackle on the offensive line is a is a lucrative future. It most definitely is. But the thing I miss about playing defense is just, I feel like, of course, I miss playing defense. But I feel like everything I did on the defensive line, I'm doing on the offensive line right now, and that's what makes me so. Well, that's what that's why I feel like I'm one of the best players in the country because I play with a defensive mindset. I don't play, I don't play offense. I don't play offensive tackle as a protector. I play as an aggressor. I'm trying to put you on your back every single play. I'm even if I'm in pass protection, I'm going to find a way to to wear down on you. So by the end of the game, you have nothing left to give. Where does that come from? Where do you learn that mentality? I don't think a lot of kids anymore. I don't think it's innate in a lot of people anymore. I think that's something that. Uh, you you kind of get pushed into where does that stem from i say deacon jones and probably a little bit of reggie white as well lawrence taylor because when i was younger before when, when i feel like the nfl network came out around not too long ago would you say 2009 2010 in that time frame yes sir yeah around there so when those came on they came out with the football lights as soon as i got back from school i would even wake up early some days 6 a.m before i go to school i watch football lights and the one I remember the most is Deacon Jones. And he's, I don't know if you know, but he's known for his signature head slap. So when I was in, when I was in Mighty Might Football, 
the coach had to tell me I couldn't do the head slap because I would use that move a lot. But the move I could use was the hump move by Reggie White. Reggie White really originated that move, and he perfected it. And Lawrence Taylor, he just didn't. He never let up. He always gave his all. He always, he wanted he wanted to make you feel him. So who do you he watch now? You Who's the offensive lineman that you're watching? I mean, it's a, it's a little bit uh, like, you know, playing for the other side if all your influences are, are on the defensive it side is. of the ball. So who's the offensive lineman that you're like, oh, that's the guy I want to I, – I emulate. I can see my, my game in him. I um I feel like a lot of people would say Quentin Nelson. I do I do like a lot of a lot of his game, but me as a student, I might get a little partial here. I just love watching uh Marquise Fauci. I know he I know he retired now. That kinda hurt me a little bit. And David DeCastro as well. Alejandro Villanueva. I just like their the thing the thing that I take away from that unit is their their chemistry. You can always tell that you you know there I I'm a Southern fan, and you can never really watch a game where the offensive line is really down on each other or down at all. Their chemistry and the way that they, the way that they move together, the way that they work together, is everything that you want out of an offensive line unit. But individually, I still have, love how Marquise Fancy, how nasty he is, how he's always trying to put dudes on his back, and you know, how he's just how fast and athletic they were. I, I see that in my game as well. Back when Le'Veon Bell with the Steelers was with the Steelers, there was a lot of plays where we. Got him to the outside. You see Marquise Pouncey leading the way for leading the way for Le'Veon Bell. You see David DeCastro five yards ahead of Le'Veon Bell. He has to slow down so he can get the block. But just the way those guys really just got after it every play. I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan, and so <laughs> I, I try not to, oh, to pay too much attention to the Steelers. But <laughs> one of the things I think that's interesting, Tyler, is because you're down at IMG, a lot of people necess- almost automatically link you to the SEC schools because that's what's in the area. That's what, you yeah. know, before the pandemic began, that's where you had an opportunity to make some some early visits. And so then it becomes sort of like, oh, this kid is lives in the South. He's going to go to the, a, a Southern school. But again, as you mentioned, I mean, you grew up a Michigan State fan. Your uncle played there and won a Super Bowl coming out of Michigan State. You're from Connecticut. Do you have like a do you have a preference? Where, where you know, how do you see your college decision being made? Where, where do you... Where do you start to really separate what's important versus what's not? I wouldn't so much call it a preference. I just know where my style of play fits the most. So, I, I like, off the top of my head, I know those physical nasty linemen are in the SEC, and I know those very technical linemen are in the Big Ten as well, but you'll still get a bit of both within each conference. And at the same time, both of those conferences have amazing defensive linemen and amazing defenses. So... I just want to get better. Iron sharp is iron. That's one of our models here at ING, and a lot of people are starting to say that now, but I feel like it's really, it's really, we, we really live iron sharp is iron here because our practices get really competitive. And I know if a school, I know what, I know how, how I improved off of going against great defensive linemen and great defensive ends. Like Malik Bryant, he's probably one of the best defensive players in the country. And he's only, he was only a sophomore this past year. Uh, I'll stand by that statement. He, I got so much better by going against him and even Josh Griffiths last year. I know what it's, he, he's at Florida State right now. I know what it's like to go against great defensive linemen and how they can improve my game. And all the great defensive linemen are in the SEC or the Big Ten. So I just on a day-by-day basis getting better in practice, but on a weekly basis as well. Were the Buckeyes, I mean, uh, you, you started this conversation earlier by saying you didn't get the offer from them when you wanted, but you got it when you needed it. 
do you feel like they were in any way behind or if they had to play any kind of catch up? I mean, how do you stack up those top schools right now? I know there's the, the Ohio State, the Georgia, the Notre Dames, you know, Alabama, these, they're all involved. I mean, how do you start to stack? How do you separate those great schools? I mean, what, what little minute things do you have to pay closer attention to? The relationship that I have with the people. I know, I know whichever school I go to, they're going to have a great fo- They're going to have a great football team. They're going to have a great strength and conditioning program. They're going to do everything they need to do to keep us healthy as far as recovery. Everybody has that. I want to know the kind of people that you have in the building, because IMG, I'm just another. What a, a, a little side note. I know what it takes to win a national championship at one of the highest levels of high school football, and I know it's very different at the college level. But I still know. It still comes down to X's and O's and the people that you have in the building. We had a change in people. We had a change of people in the building. Not saying that the old staff was subpar here at IMG or anything. I love Coach Wright. But what Coach Acosta brought in in his culture, I know how a culture can really affect the team. And so I'm just really paying attention to culture, values of a pro, their, their, their team values, and just how they carry themselves. So I'm really looking at the relationships I build and really getting to know these coaches because I know the football aspect won't be a problem. Dream scenario, when is is your recruitment over? Does this go to December and signing day, or is this, hey, official, official visits happen in June, maybe it could maybe it could be happening then? After I take my officials in June, ideally, if everything goes as planned, because I just saw how the recruiting process still worked on some of my teammates in their senior year. I want to enjoy my senior year as much as possible and really just – Focus on school, finish up school, great, and just finish out as one of the best offensive tackles to play high school football. So I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I could do that. Focusing on where I'm going to college, so I'd like to have that done by June or July. I think sometimes people get so bogged down with the little things they want to accomplish that they let it get in the way of the big goal. And the big, if you if you hit that big goal, then a lot of times all the other things trickle down and and get accomplished in the meantime. Couple quick hitters here. What number do you wear and why? I wear 54 just because I wore it when I was little. I was in junior peewee, junior peewee year of football, and that was the number that was given to me. It looked like a cool number. But I feel like that was the year when I really found myself in football because I was always a lot bigger. I was always a lot bigger, a lot stronger than the other kids, but my body, I, I wasn't growing into my body, so I feel like that's when I really grew into my body. I really found my confidence in the game of football. And that's why I really fell in love. With, that's when I really fell in love with the sport. What's your hidden talent? My hidden talent. Ah, my hidden talent. I'm funny. I feel like I could be a comedian. I watch a lot. I watch a lot. I watch a lot of comedians. I know a lot of people say that, but I watch a lot of comedians. I really been studying the art. I really feel like so, I like like stand up comedian or you know an improv guy. Those are two very different worlds. Uh, I feel like if I worked on it, I could be a stand up comedian. Or improv. I could be improv, too. I'm just a funny guy. Next time that you are on Bermanology, I'm going to ask you for your best joke. Okay? Right. So think about What's that. We'll, we'll get it a couple. You'll have a few months to, to work that out. So I'm going to let you we'll get out of here on that note. That's Tyler Booker. I appreciate you taking time, man. He is an Ohio no State problem. 2022 target at offensive line uh, tackle prospect at IMG Academy. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology. Thanks for watching, folks. We'll be back next week with another guest. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.